The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? One and eight. I've never felt this good. <laughs> One win. Never felt this good, right? My goodness, Texas man. Tech takes down Iowa State first in the conference. 80 to 77 in overtime fashion came back from 23 down completing the largest comeback in school history was uh 17 points on the road versus UNLV in 97 they talked they told me about several times on the broadcast uh but tonight it was 23 points at home versus the number 1 team in the conference and it really felt like it was sparked by some defensive intensity there in the second half from Jalen Tyson and Lamar Washington. Um, oh, hello. Um, they uh, they decided between the two of them, whatever switch was, was to be flipped, they, they ramped up the pressure on defense, forced a bunch of turnovers, were hitting shots, hitting free throws, um, and really made, I guess I, I, guess I say made, um, they showed that this could be done, right? Uh, there was an attitude, especially going into halftime when you're down 17 uh, and you had lost to this team by 34, like, oh, here we go again. But not tonight, Michael. Yeah, not tonight. And that that team sure looked like they were in no fault of their own. This isn't me trying to say something bad about them. But, man, they looked dejected going into halftime. And, and I couldn't really blame them. Down 17, unable to get anything going. Um especially down low, not able to even get the ball down low at all. And when they did sometimes, like for instance, not to pick on somebody, but Bacho got a rebound down low and decided to kick it out to a guy five feet away. I don't know why I didn't just go back up. So stuff like that, but the game plan obviously changed in the second half played small ball. I don't know if Bacho saw the court hardly at all in the second half. Let me see. He played, um, one minute, in the second half. But then back to what you were saying, Spencer, you know, that spark that ignited this, this comeback was mostly defensive and then being able to score off, off of turnovers. You know, Iowa state only had four turnovers in the first half, really mm-hmm. held the ball. Well, took care of it, had 13 in the second half. And those were not necessarily bad passes by Iowa State. A lot of those were hustle plays. A lot of those were Texas Tech defenders really getting on the ball and making this comeback happen. Just, you know, I'm not going to harp too much on the bad things because there were some bad things in the, you know, the first 28 minutes of the game was pretty much all bad. But 
the way they fought and the way they came back, you know, Harmon, yeah, not great from three as usual as it's been all year, but couldn't have done this without him. He had another one of those games where he just kind of took over and it worked out six of eight from the line, five of 17 from shooting pretty rough, Yeah, (laughs) but uh, really clutch, you know, really kind of, it, like I said, this wouldn't happen without him. Kevin O'Banner, my goodness, 11 of 15 from free throws. And he's probably kicking himself for the four he missed. I mean, that's still a really good clip right there. Three of five from three. His first multiple three-point game. Big 12 game since Kansas. Um, five of 11 on the night. 24 points. 13 rebounds. Our man with a, with a double-double. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back to Harmon, five assists. Something we haven't seen all year. I, I would I would hate to go through the stats and do this, but I wonder if any tech player has had five assists this entire year in a single game. I don't know. Someone someone run the numbers. <laughs> that sounds uh, we'll uh, get I, our team on it. That that sounds like it would be a uh pretty sad to look that up. Um you were talking about forcing all those turnovers uh, in Iowa State in the second half. Texas Tech only committed three turnovers of their own in the second half, so you really took care of the ball, uh, whereas you were obviously forcing uh, a lot. And this is, again, a team that averages something like 22, forcing 22 turnovers a game. Um, and you finished the game with 10. Uh, so really clean game, at least offensively for you, to hold onto the ball against a team like Iowa State. Uh, you got some of their guys in, in foul trouble. As I say, some you had you fouled one guy out, uh, and then I think they had four others with four fouls. Um, but it was just like really was like the, like a first thirty minutes, last ten minutes type like break there. Um, well, at least for the sorry, at least for the game in regulation, um, you you continued that intensity in, in, into the second half. Uh, you held Iowa State without a field goal for the last three minutes of overtime. And I don't know how many threes they attempted there in that last possession with 19 seconds left. My heart stopped like probably 12 times. Um, (laughs) None of like, but they, none of them, none of them, Michael, had a good look. I was just like, one of those has got to go in. Like it's going to be a heartbreaker, a little tight or something. Uh, They'll get some kind of ridiculous bounce off the off the the glass and bank it in or something but not not tonight uh defense prevails or at least uh not being desperate there at the end of the game um as 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 you were holding lead and i I was i was trying to figure out like hey you're up by three with with 19 seconds left do you foul and then the the color commentary goes like you don't foul here i was like okay (laughs) what do i know Well, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll take his word for it. Uh, but it, it worked out, um, at least this time, for, for Texas Tech. Um, man, I just... I, I there There's... Yes, it's a win. And no, I'm, I'm not going to, like, harp on, on things uh, because that was fun. The, the second half... The second half of the second half in overtime was fun um, because you saw at least flashes of what you thought or you think that you've been capable of, right? You've, you've seen some disruptive defense. Um, you've seen this team historically, uh, even you know outside of this season alone, 
not shooting very well from three. They shot six of 23 tonight, 26%. This team didn't win because they got hot from three. Uh, this team won because they limited daggers once they made their run, right? Like you didn't, you didn't, you went on this huge run, which you've seen teams do against you in the second half. Um, and you, you didn't let Iowa state be like, like calm down and, and, and stop the run and kind of like reassert their dominance or like, okay, that was fun, but here we go. We're going to do our own thing now. No, like what, once you got it close, you felt like at least, you know, I did. The momentum was on your side. Uh, all the pressure was on Iowa State, and that never let up. Um, you know, you got it. You, you you took the lead there in overtime for the first time ever in this game. Iowa State was able to get a three point lead then, and then you just you battled back. It was again not not by hitting threes, but by doing the little things by being aggressive offensively and driving to the the, the bucket, even though that's not his not been a great plan <laughs> this season just to let Davion Harmon do his thing and, and, and chuck it up. Um, it worked tonight. Uh, but there were obviously that there were things that you did tonight that just haven't worked for you in the past. Um, there were, there were a lot of opportunities and on inbound plays it was like, this is not going to go well. And I was like, huh, that went surprisingly well. <laughs> Like there wasn't any kind of huge momentum shifting play, um, but there wasn't some kind of back breaking turnover or like five second call. Cause you couldn't in- inbound the ball. Um, so I mean, one win in nine games is, is, is pitiful. It's ridiculous. It's, it's un- unacceptable, but like that was fun to win, to get that off your back. Um, you know, we, we, I was seeing a lot of things on Twitter about Texas Tech fans um, saying, oh, it was fun to win against LSU, but you know, it wasn't a conference game. And, and then uh, and look how it's going now against Iowa State. It was just a flash in the pan. I was like, well, kind of. Um, but breaking that eight-game losing streak now looks a whole lot bigger now that you pulled off this game now. Um, so, uh, I mean, are, are, are you going to go on a, on a 10-game run here? No, but... Shoot, you're not going to go 0 and 18 this year. Well, it, it's just nice to get our first quad one. <laughs> yeah, because b- before tonight, your your best win was still at home versus Eastern Washington. It wasn't even at uh, LSU. Yeah, so. shout out to to Money Mainville for dropping that tidbit earlier on the <laughs> Discord. But yeah, it was uh, it was it was nice to see it. I mean you know, tech just kind of realized that they're not a good three point shooting team and decided to attack mm-hmm. the basket differently. They also realized that they don't really have an offense. Uh, there is no offense. No. I, mm-hmm. that whole first half that most of the, you know, the first five, eight minutes of the second half, I still don't know what offense they're running. Uh, you know, you pass to the wing, you've got a guy that will flash for approximately half a second at the elbow, but then he just comes back out to the wing with you and then kind of does a, screen and then goes away from the ball i i don't know it's it's like i think it's a pick and roll but it's more like a pick and move out of the way (laughs) um so i don't i still don't know what this offense is i i and i I think to play to their strengths they need to rely on guys who can get the ball in get it down low make a play not kick it out i mean stop kicking it out because you're not going to make the three 
<laughs> it's it's um it's a miracle that they got to six and twenty three because in the first half I think they were like two and twelve or something. So um you know take take that with a grain of salt there, but a lot to work on obviously on this team, but to come back you, you just can't discount that to come back against a good Iowa State team who is you know, ranked number 12 in the nation or whatever right now. Mm -hmm. And then kicked your butt. Like you said, blew you out of the gym up in Ames. Mm -hmm. By 34. Yeah. And was up by 17 at halftime, all that good stuff. Yeah. You can't discount it. Looked like they were on their way to do it again. Um, But you said, nope, not tonight. Um, I don't know. uh, Obviously, this is an instant reaction. We, we, We haven't even heard like, post-game comments or any kind of stories written up, but uh, whatever happened to, to Daniel Bacho, like he, I think you mentioned he played one minute in the second half yeah, or one, or we, we talked about that before we, we hit record. He played 11 minutes in the game, uh, took one, one shot, uh, got two boards, sorry, three boards um, and a foul. So I, I don't know if, if there was some kind of injury concern or just when you got, you got going, it was O'Banner and four guards or whatever you want to consider uh, Tyson and, and Lamar Washington. Those are guards because, I mean, you rolled with O'Banner at the five if you were to have a five um, for 42 minutes tonight outside of your 11 minutes with, with Bacho. And then it was a combination of Jalen Tyson, Davion Harmon, Kerwin Walton, Lamar Washington, uh, and then a, you know a little bit of Demarion Williams there in the second half. You had KJ Allen and Elijah Fisher with some minutes in the first half. Um, Fisher, like he 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 looked like he was he was picking up there uh, on the first half, um, and and then and then he 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 just didn't come back in. Um, so like. You know the rotation was weird again. Uh, I don't know if, if if there was something that the coaching staff saw that it just wasn't effective. I mean, obviously when, when he was playing a lot in the first half and and the team got down big, you, you were looking for something else. Maybe it was more of a we're going to stay with the the, the 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 hot team or the the hot group that's out there that that got you back into the game uh, because you didn't see Elijah Fisher or, or KJ Allen or Robert Jennings uh, in the second half. Um, and, and, you know, yeah. I, I don't know how many games you can win being that small. Um, you know, going with uh, O'Banner, who hit his 2,000th career point tonight, which is freaking awesome for him. That's 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 not something, you know, a lot of guys are able to say. Um, but, like, if O'Banner's your big and then you're going two guards and two wings or whatever, whatever, you know, other combination, I don't know how, that, how well it's going to work. Um, but on the flip side, I, I couldn't tell you that there's a lot of teams that have like just enormous guys in the middle that you can't get around. Um, and we've seen when you play with big guys like Bacho and, and some with AMAC, that wasn't really all that much of an advantage for you. So, um, all in all, Michael, it was a, a fun comeback to watch. Uh, obviously you're, you're, you're thrilled to get the win there. Um, I was, 
I was preparing myself emotionally for a blowout. <laughs> I was preparing was for a, high, sh- a short kind of tense, like, well, it all sucks. Well, what else were you supposed to do? Uh, type of instant reaction tonight. Um, and I, I, I was thinking, I, I never said it in the second half during the comeback, but I, I was thinking, you know what? Like, even if they lose this game, there are so many things you saw that you, you can be excited about. Like, that's what I signed up to. Like, that's what I want to see more of. Um, you know, the, the defensive intensity, uh, the aggressiveness on offense, um, and all that kind of stuff, or, or at least at times. But they went and did the thing, Michael. They went and polished off that comeback, uh, and, and you got a Big 12 win tonight. So uh, it is it is not a countdown to baseball podcast just yet, but we're there. We're, <laughs> we're ready for baseball here in, in about two and a half weeks. Um, but, man, that, that was certainly a, a fun game tonight. Yeah, it's, it's good to reset the clock because it was 336 days since Tech's last regular season Big 12 win. I went back and decided not to count the tournament wins. So clock resets, back to zero. It's a good feeling. On a, on a bit of a streak, 2-0 run against teams with a pulse, to put it lightly. I mean, Iowa State obviously has way more than a pulse. It's a solid team. That whole first half was just what happens when a bad offense meets a really good defense. Excruciating. It was just yeah. <laughs> it was just awful. Just pitiful to watch. But tech found a way. Uh they changed up what they were, what their game plan was, whatever that was, which was I think just throw it around till someone takes a bad three and decided to be aggressive and decided to kind of take matters into their own hands. Got some great foul calls. Um, you know, I'm not gonna say help from the officials, but I will say the officials were kind of letting Tech's defenders play quite a bit. I think they were getting a little bit handsy, and mm-hmm. and you didn't see that. I it it didn't surprise me that they, or it kind of surprised me that they didn't try to call a foul on one of those wild threes in overtime. Um, so Tech was fortunate there. I don't think they fouled anybody, but it just seemed like they would try to call someone because Grills was throwing them. Grill was throwing like, purposefully throwing them off. Seems like he was kind of just jumping off of one foot really weird to make it look like he landed funny. But really big win. Um, Hopefully something that will get the monkey off the back, get something going. I mean, if if, if they could put together any sort of five-and-two stretch coming up or something like that, that'd be incredible. I think everybody would feel better. Not feel good, but better, uh, especially if, if you see a team that fought like they did tonight. And, you know, it, it kind of comes down to these last several games. And I know there's a lot of folks that are done with Adams. And I said on last podcast, I don't think I am. I think I want to see at least the end of the season. I think they coached a really, really bad first half. And I, I do think they made some decisions even maybe midway through the second half that did help get tech back into the game. But I, ultimately it's credit to the players. Cause that was basically what they did was just kind of give the ball to the players hands. But you know, at this point, especially if tech starts winning a little bit, I think a lot of us need to ask ourselves, do we want tech to continue losing 
Is, is that the best path for this program and these players? Uh, or do you want Tech to continue losing just to be right? So that's kind of where – I don't think that's where I'm at. I think I'm preaching a little bit. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't want Tech to be, oh, well, great. Well, you know, well, that's, that's dumb. You know, I, I really wanted to get rid of Adams, and they won that game tonight. It's a bunch of idiots. Why'd they do that? So let's let's not do that. Maybe I don't know if that's a it's if that's a good idea. Um, just just kind of take it as it comes and see which how things settle at the end. I think that's where I'm at. Yeah, I think um, my my stance has softened a little bit. Uh, one, it's just been one game, but if you can see even flashes of of, of what you saw tonight in the second half. Uh, in other games, um, then it's certainly going to take some of the sting off, uh, I mean, get, because then you, you you can have more of a you know measured conversation about like, yeah, you 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 had a terrible record in conference play this year, and, and you didn't do yourself any favors in non-conference play. Um, you can have the, the conversation about the Big Twelve being really good and not feel like absolutely ridiculous trying to make that 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 argument um because like at least early on in, in conference play th- th- there were some of these flashes I mean, obviously when you played kansas at home to you know a, a three-point game and you, you go overtime to to oklahoma um like there 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 are, are are bits and pieces that you you, you were feeling like hey, hey that, that was just an unlucky turn here or you know bad call there um you kind of lose sight of those when you then get blown out by double digits, 12, 15, 34 points. In the other six games that you're talking about here. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm it. If we see more stretches of what you saw in the second half, then I'll, I'll be a little bit more measured and, and and my response about what I what I feel or what I think uh, should happen moving forward, um, but also uh, I I would warn everybody like or not that you should you know have to have to listen to me, but this was just one game too, right? Like yeah. like the, there will be some guys that that have been like, hey guys, let's, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait. That will use this, but I told you, see what I said? I told you, um, it's one game. Um, you know, and and yeah, so you've won two games in a row now. LSU was just awful. Um, Iowa State certainly not awful. Um, but if if you can start seeing more of a trend in this direction and not like a one off here, uh, th- then some of the wait and see guys w- will be uh, right, as opposed to some of, some some of us me type of instant reactioners or uh, more hotheads that are like. Nah, man. <laughs> L- losing this many games by this many points sucks. Let's, let's fire them. Um. Oh, I was absolutely doom and gloom most most of the season or the Big Twelve season. And you know, I'm not going to share exactly what I wrote on my notes, but I wrote something like I'm not going to say who it was, but in a fit of rage, I wrote so and so can't hit a shot to save his life and should never take another three in a Texas Tech uniform. <laughs> 
I think I know who you said who that so was about. That was in the second half. So let's just not let's not live that. I'm not going to go that way. I, I would like to point a little bit of evidence to folks who claim from um, no credible sources, but that Adams and his coaching staff have lost the locker room and all that kind of stuff. I I would like to point to the fact that this team put together this type of comeback. And it was really mainly just six or seven guys that put it together. Yeah, they could be playing for themselves, but that's a good thing too. But I really think it's the fact that they're all playing for each other, coaching staff included, even if it's a coach that you've decided you want fired. Uh, maybe the players don't feel that way. So there, there is, there's that possibility too. But you're totally right. This is one game, man. I mean, we could go one and seventeen. Tech did it not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, Tech went one and seventeen. We talked about that last week. It's it's on the cards, but at least it won't be zero <laughs> <O> and eighteen. <laughs> and then if you do go one and seventeen, how ridiculous will, will will we feel about this one night, right? Like, oh man, we had, we had so much hope <laughs> coming out of a zero and eight stretch, and we beat Iowa State to then lose the next nine games. I think we're being measured. We're we're pretty reasonable, sort of. I think. Yeah, that's not usually my 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 uh, my way of operating here. You know, especially after a big win. Um, yeah, usually you're just just throwing up the X everywhere. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so we've got. Uh, well, one, I was going to say, you're not, you're not going to go, well, Iowa State is obviously not going to, 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 to sweep you. You haven't played uh, Oklahoma State at all yet, uh, who I think you've got a, a great shot at. Um, this, this weekend, you, you're, you're going to, to Waco to take on Baylor. Baylor. I, I can't ever say that word, Baylor, without it feeling like there's some kind of weird accent on it. I was telling my wife about this. It's always like I'm coming off saying Baylor, Baylor. Sorry. Kind of like, kind of like a bro. Baylor. I don't know. So you've got Baylor on Saturday. Um, like tubular, but <laughs> Baylor. And they're coming off a, 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 a loss to, to Texas and Austin. Um, then you're at Oklahoma State. So you got two road games in a, in, in a row here, uh, which could serve to to spark something or it could it could kill your momentum (laughs) Uh, because this again going back to just pumping up the big 12 here because it is so so difficult the schedule is so difficult there aren't any stretches here we can be like all right i've 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 got a little bit of a break here a a little bit of a breather uh you know you at baylor at oklahoma state then you get kansas state and texas at home at West Virginia, at Oklahoma, home versus TCU, at Kansas, and then you finish up home versus Oklahoma State. Um, you know, it's it's weird out of that stretch. The quote-unquote most winnable games are one of them is at Morgantown, which is not – that does not sound fun. That's not a fun place to go win a basketball game. That's not an easy place to go win. I don't care. And, you know, I mean, maybe they will have that kind of fire, kind of that same redemption tour after getting showed up at home pretty poorly last week. But, yeah, when you 
when you read off the schedule and think, oh man, that's one of the more winnable sounding ones. And it doesn't sound like a very winnable game at all. It's just, it's tough. It's going to be a tough stretch. Yeah, you got. F- and the the way the Baylor games on CBS, yikes! So you've got four home games left. Um, again, with my my instant reaction brain going right now, I'm I'm feeling like a little bit more optimistic with your chances. Um, I mean, you got Kansas State, Texas, TCU, and Oklahoma State uh, left at home. So. It's possible, man. You could win Absolutely. some more home games. Hey, Anything uh, else? Any final thoughts? Yeah, just yeah, just some just some some scheduling thoughts. Eighteen days to first pitch. You already kind of talked about it, mm-hmm. but Spencer is over at twenty three personnel on Twitter. That's at two three personnel, and he has a countdown to first pitch every day highlighting a different Texas Tech player. And then on top of that, we're going to record Tuesday night. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it, some other things. But the Lady Raiders take on Oklahoma State in Stillwater Wednesday, 6 p.m. ESPN+. Plus. So be sure to catch that too. Yeah, we got to... That's all I got, man. Let's, let's rebound. Let's rebound the basketball. Let's quit shooting as many threes. Drive to the basket. Hope for the best. Play some defense. We got big bad John McMillan coming up on the countdown to first pitch tomorrow. But that'll do it for us on the 23 Personnel Podcast. Uh, this has been your instant reaction to Texas Tech defeating Iowa State 80-77. to um, It's been fun. We've got lots, lots more games on the schedule. Baseball to get to. Lady Raider basketball. Uh, but for Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly. Thank you.